everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is Brett, the Red Nose podcast host. I'm your other host. <laughs> okay. And co-host Daniel Phillips. <laughs> this Christmas Jingle Bells really threw us off, huh? Uh, well, we are a book club podcast. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. Uh, once again, under the podcast tent where we three dum-dums talk books and everything books related. And you know what, guys? There's magic in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? What's that? Well, is it? what's the reason for the season? The reason for the season, the magic in the air this holiday isn't Santa Claus, and it's not Gingerbread Men, and it's certainly not Rudolph. Elf on the Shelf. It's not Elf it's on the elf. Shelf. It's... 12-year-old girls who travel through time oh, who paper deliver girls. papers. Yeah, it's okay. Paper Girls. That's Paper Girls. Paper Girls, the book we, we read for this month. <laughs> yeah, we read that. Are you yeah, sure it's that. not Elf on the Shelf? It's not Elf on the Shelf. Okay. Was Are we sure Elf on the Shelf doesn't make an appearance in Paper Girls? Um, Not from what, what I've read. Wait, what if it did? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've only read volume one or book one. What if it's just like in the background? Okay. Um, so we've read Paper Girls for this month, uh, written by author Brian K. Vaughn. Artist yeah, illustrated is... by Cliff Chang. There you go. We got it this week. <laughs> Nailed it this time. We actually looked it up. Nailed it. Um, yeah, and that's what we're talking about this week. It's our first graphic novel, and we're also doing a book. I love book weeks. We get yeah. to talk about a book. Book weeks are exciting. Uh, but before book week... Before book week. The classic scenario of... You telling me your short story for the week. Oh, the classic. The classic scenario. The classic scenario. Happens, happens every, every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> uh, well, we're, yeah, we'll do short stories. Uh, so uh, I'll keep mine short. Nice. As they should be. Yeah. And they never are. Um, <laughs> just Spider-Man. God, just Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man so much. I love it. I love it so much. Do you want to elaborate? Or are you good? Yeah. I so Who's this so Spider-Man Spider -Man, this Spider-Man fellow Peter Parker is uh, somewhat of a core like defining uh, uh, building block into into foundation of foundation Parker. even of 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 me mm -hmm. of of me Parker yeah uh, 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 growing up I've loved Spider-Man um, I'm a, just a big nerd and I read a bunch of Spider-Man comic books and recently. This past week, No Way Home came out in theaters. It's fantastic. It's so good. I did cry. Um, that's all I want to say because I, I this episode is releasing pretty close to yeah. the release date, so I don't want to get too far into the weeds and, yeah. and spoil anything for anybody. But go see it if you're a Spider-Man fan. It was just wonderful. Nice. Also, what I'm reading. Uh, I finished... Did I, I don't know if I said this last time. I finished the first Mist or the first Wax and Wayne. I want to say you did. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. I've been kind of slowly reading this week, mm -hmm. uh, and I started The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna, and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. So I read The Four Winds in the summer uh -huh. when you know it was happy and sunny and bright outside. Yeah. And now it gets dark at two p.m. It is what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, you know, I, I think seasonal depression on top of uh, Kristen Hannah is just like the way she's so good at writing stuff that mm -hmm. makes me want to crawl into a corner and cry for hours mm -hmm. is not maybe the best mix, but it is it is great writing. <laughs> it's just fantastic writing. But I'm, I'm taking it slow. You know. read Great Alone. Yes, I did. Well. That that's the hardest I've ever cried at a book was yeah. The Great Alone. So I'm excited. 
and terrified. Okay, good. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Get ready for I, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what, what's going on with you guys? What are y'all reading? And what's going on with y'all's weeks? Uh, Brett, you go. I am uh, prepping for uh, going home for Christmas. So, gonna go hang out with my family and uh, spend a good week with them. And, what's your address? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Where do you live? <laughs> our, our audience wants to come. Uh, it's in Florida, so um, we're going to do like a, a podcast meetup if anybody wants to come. Um, I'll do a live episode, just my part. Just Brett. Just Brett's part. Just parts. my part. So I'll, there'll be some weird, awkward pauses where <laughs> no one's talking, and that's just going to be for Parker and Dan to fill in later at mm-hmm. their own live meetups. Right. So then once you all listen to the full episode, once we put it together, it's going to be super cool. And if you have any of like the Bookings with Friends posters or merch or you know like signed uh, headshots of or or just regular headshots of Brett that you want signed, he'll he'll do that for yeah, you. Yeah, it's there'll be a small fee. <laughs> of course, we don't do anything without trying to get that money. Um, but yeah, so and then I'll we'll have some of our sponsors will be there. Meundies. Uh, this new crock pot that Dan's getting. <laughs> um, uh, the the sponsors will be there. Yeah, they're gonna show up. <laughs> okay, they must. Re- okay, they love us. They love us. Um, so just get ready for that. Get your tickets. We're on Ticketmaster. Um, and yeah, so that's gonna be great. And um, st- you know, still at it. Uh, I hopefully I think we may do a still at what still I was gonna say it's just still at it <laughs> still at I was gonna say I'm reading Way of Kings but hopefully the next time they hear from me it will be finished that's my plan that's so. a big Brett you're you're saying that to our audience right now that's a that's a big that's a big promise how many pages do you have left in that book now that bit. now that would be that would be that a would be, real Christmas miracle that'd be huge okay I'm doing it that oh. would be a holiday miracle if I've ever seen so that. You have, okay well let's break that down a little bit you have the audiobook yes. right so I'm gonna have and you're driving to Florida yeah so that's oh, okay. easy I easy think money. I have um let me see here uh, like a 48 30, hour book so you probably have like 47 hours left or something I, I have 30 hours left <laughs> oh so Brett. it's it's like a 20 hour drive. And then I'm gonna also be reading at the same time. Wow! So while you're driving, that's a, that's not yeah. safe, but I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's, it's yeah, a it's doable. Order, but I mean, the next time they hear from us will be in the new year. I think uh, we may do New Year, New Brett. Yeah. He actually reads this time. All right, Dan, go. What's so, going on with your shirt? You cut him off before he could defend himself. I know. That's so mean. <laughs> that was the plan. I didn't want him to have a chance. Dan, um, what's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what's going on with you? So, uh, most of my short stories revolve around just what Nicole and I do together throughout the week because we don't do a whole lot with like both of us working from home. Yeah. Um, so, a few weeks ago, Nicole has never seen the Great British Baking Show. Mm. And so, we were just sitting on the couch one night trying to find something to watch, which is like a whole activity in itself sometimes. And so I just put on an episode of the Great British Baking Show because oh, it's just man. so happy and like it is good. It's such wholesome content, and we just finished the new season this morning. And uh, this isn't really a short story because I didn't really do too much this past week. But Parker came by my house this morning to drop something off, and <laughs> you came by right at a point 
where both of us, Nicole and myself, were crying yeah. from the great British baking show. So I got to see Parker with like tears in my eyes yeah, because this pretty, stupid show made me cry. It's pretty pathetic, Dan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I cried during a, Spider-Man, but that... It's such a beautiful... I'm just kidding. No, it's I, such I, a great show. I love that show. Hey, was um, anything underbaked or unapproved? All the time. All the time. All the time. Underbaked and underproved. <laughs> you definitely won't get heat from that. Yeah, <laughs> that bad bridge accent? No way. Um, That's spot on. But no, I just, uh, we watched The Great British Baking Show, like binge it. Can I ask week. you a very important question? Yes. The currency, or what, the, what you're watching, Great British Baking Show, is this is this pre-Mary Berry time or post-Mary Berry? This is post. This is season oh. nine. Okay. Um, 2021 Great British Baking Can Show. Can I tell you something? Maddie and I haven't watched Great British Baking Show since mary berry it left mm. so i'll say um no, it's, it's not even like a refusal it's just like we love mary berry yeah. so much that we've it, got, it's like a grieving process you got prue yeah paul uh-huh those are the two paul judges. hollywood yeah. yeah those are the two judges then you got the the hosts are matt and noel mm-hmm. still um i will say the I, i'm a mary berry fan as well but the cast of this season is great like there yeah. were easily five people moving through the show that we were like, I don't care which one of these five yeah. win. That's great. It's, it's going to be like, I will be happy if one of like half of the cast wins. Mm-hmm. So that was a good time. Nice. Um, and what I'm reading, I finished the second Mistborn series, uh, Wax and Wayne. So I finished uh, Bands of Mourning. Uh, pretty pumped for the fourth book. Apparently there's going to be more Mistborn series, which I didn't know. Of course there is. So like there's going to be another time jump in Mistborn, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, But I finished Bands of Mourning. I think I liked it more than the second one. Pretty close. I did not like two and three nearly as much as one. Mm -hmm. Um, The first Wax and Wayne was great. And then I've started Cytonic, which is the third Skyward book. Um, I'm really excited to finish Cytonic to just take a pause on Brandon Sanderson series for yeah, a bit. Yeah, same, um, dude. Same. And the only reason I have to take a pause is because I have no more of them to read. Oh, well, hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a big um, accomplishment. Yeah, and then I've got some some holds on Libby that I'm excited for. I'm going to get back into Wheel of Time um, and just try to close out all these series that I've started this year. Mm. So, yeah. Got about four books right now on uh, audiobook that I need to be listening to. I'm really bad at audiobook. I've just kind of given up on listening to them. I I can't. Oh, do that's it. how I that's how I manage. That's how I'm able to read as many books as I am through the year yeah. without audiobook and like s- cycling Libby. So, although I will say because of the way Libby works, there's many times where I've let books just slide. Yeah. Like if I if I've got too much going on or if I'm reading too many other books at one time. Right. I just let it slide and then I'm like I'll catch you on another time. You yeah. know. Nothing wrong with it. Two ships in the night. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Matt Kearney. Yeah. Big Matt Kearney fans over here on this podcast. Oh, well, I wasn't <laughs> referencing his song as much as just the no. phrase Two Ships in the Night. But yeah. You coined it, actually. No, I don't think that's right. Can we talk there about Paper no Girls? Phrase. Can we please talk about Paper Girls? Okay. Thank you, Dan. So we read book one. We didn't read all of Paper Girls. We read mm. book one, right. which is 10 illustrations or two volumes. Right. So Brett and I read volume one and two, and you actually own the, Parker, you actually own the hardcover. Yeah, so the reason why this got a little confusing, audience, and we apologize if y'all read too much. Actually, if you read too much Paper Girls, I'm not going to apologize. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You're welcome. But if you read too little, that's on on us. That's our bad, because I think we got a little confused when we were talking about what to read for this episode. 
Uh, volume one, there's six volumes. There's six volumes. There's 30 issues. Yes. Individual issues. And then there's three books. Yep. So there, five, five issues per volume. Yes. 10 issues per book. 10 issues per book. But the problem right. with our research that I ran into is when you find the box set on Amazon, it says there's eight volumes. It says there's nine volumes. Nine volumes. Because it packs all three books and, and the six volumes. The six volumes, so. which is this. Yeah. Anyway, it's very confusing. <laughs> all that to be said, if you read the first 10 issues of Paper Girls, or two volumes, or book one, <laughs> you've done it right. Good and job. that's not confusing at all. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Paper Girls. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Who, uh, which of you dum-dums would like to give us a brief synopsis? I got it. Paper Girls. Okay. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah, so far. <laughs> it's about four paper girls All right. that work okay. for their local newspaper. This seems completely understandable and easy to follow. And, and easy to follow in the 80s. In the 80s. One of our favorite decades, Charming. by the way. Uh-huh. Wonderful decade. Uh, so we follow... My top <laughs> we follow Aaron, KJ, yep. Tiffany, and Mac mm-hmm. are all paper girls in their city that work for the newspaper. Yeah. Wonderful story so far. Yeah. So they stumble upon kind of a mystery we'll say yeah there's a lot of mystery going on there's a lot of mystery going on um so they stumble upon a mystery it's halloween okay so they're running into all these loopy loopy characters um and three guys take their walkie talkies yeah what are you gonna do about it yeah Uh, then you find out Uh that the old timers are here who the old timers hang on on their pterodactyls okay what now what now the old timers attack and kill Say again? one of those little rascals that take the walkie-talkies. Okay, now. And because of this, they get roped into a wild adventure. Okay. With the two non-old-timers. Okay, teenagers. You, know you find out they're humans from the future. Okay. I'm, I'm lost. Keep going. That's... Would you like to add anything? No. I think that's pretty good. That's a synopsis <laughs> of papers. Let me... Okay, let me give me, let me give it a little, a little Parker twist. Because... <laughs> oh, boy. So, my synopsis, my breakdown uh-huh. is Paper Girls, part Stranger Things, mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. the TVA from the Loki series. Okay, I like that. And that's that, no, that tracks. That's that's kind of it. It's it's mystery. It's it's fun filled. It it's got a lot of personality. The art is brilliant. Uh, really the characters cool. are lovable. It it follows four kids. It, it from what I can tell, it's it's a coming of age story. Uh, with a whole lot of just wild shenanigans dealing with time travel. That's yeah. it's fun and and leaves you saying what the hell like every other page. But I I've enjoyed every step of the way. Every panel I'm like man this is great. It's the formula because there's so much time travel content yeah. out there. Yeah. It's the time travel formula of there is a timeline. Sacred timeline. There's a, basically there's a timeline that the characters are on and they don't really alter their timeline you know they can the it's it's mentioned that you know the way you die is the way you die like yeah. you're not changing that's that timeline you're theme. not it, yeah. it there's is no the alternate set. there's no alternate reality exactly there's one there's, timeline. right there's no finding your other timeline in a different universe it is a set line which so. is is interesting and brings up a lot of questions yes. from from book one. Anyways, so that that's it for the synopsis. If you haven't read, go read. It's great. We love it so far. I'm gonna continue reading mm-hmm. after book one because I'm very hooked. Um, you guys want to get into discussion? Yes. So cool. all right. So this from now on, yeah. All spoilers. All ahead. All spoil. Oops. All spoilers. Oops. All spoilers. 
Uh, all right, well, I want to ask you guys straight off the bat, who's your favorite girl? KJ. 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 Yeah. Just because she's bold and brash and wants to hit you with a stick? Bold and brash, she carries a stick. Um, I, I, I mean, I like all of them. I think Tiffany's probably my least favorite right now. Whoa, what? Tiffany's my favorite. Really? Is yeah, she? yeah. I, I like KJ a lot because she seems like kind of like the the glue a little bit because uh-huh. mm-hmm. you have Aaron who's the the new kid yeah and then they she meets Mac and Mac is like the very leader. I don't know she's like strong willed she's like the anti Aaron at the beginning yeah, yeah, right yeah. and yeah. KJ is the one that kind of like glues them together it feels like and so I like KJ a lot mm-hmm. and me saying Tiffany's my least favorite doesn't mean I don't like Tiffany but yeah. she just well, hasn't also, been in a lot of stuff it's yet. interesting because for a lot of book one KJ's not in it <laughs> she gets, yeah she's not in it that much <laughs> she, she gets that way she's a great character and I do like her a lot yeah. Uh, I felt the way that you're saying about KJ about yeah. Tiffany I felt like she yeah. was a bit, like she seemed very level headed I'm a sucker for any like nerd characters right um, and like she talking about like going to MIT and like mm-hmm. her parents wanted to be a doctor and all this stuff and yeah. um, I don't know I just she I just felt like yeah. was great the entire time mm-hmm. and very funny um, so yeah she's really good at brick break good at brick well oh god that scene that <laughs> scene my... was scarring right and so okay so uh, audience if you if you read along there's a scene where a a, a time traveling uh, not not alien robot creature touches uh tiffany and makes her see like it plays out her life like life flashing before her eyes and it just goes through this sequence of pages it's just panel after panel after panel of her playing brick break and and her essentially wasting her life and then she comes out of that experience after she gets rescued in this like existential crisis of like man i don't want to waste my life with just consuming video games Gotta say, didn't need that to hit too close to home, and it certainly did. So it made me think about how much of my life I've probably wasted on video games or other sort of consumptive media. So thanks, Tiffany. Love you for that. But I do, I do think Tiffany's my favorite girl. Yeah. Brett? They're all great. Yeah, probably KJ, just, you know, for hockey reasons. Ah, uh, field hockey. I should have known. Yeah. Um, also, I really loved Missy in her short time as, like, a badass helicopter pilot. Yeah. I mean, one of the four girls. Come um, on. Mac is pretty cool. I like Mac's, like, fiery personality and her, like, she, she, you can tell she has, like, a fierce loyalty to the, at least at the beginning for KJ and Tiffany. Yeah. I think like, Mac is the one that made me laugh the most. Like, yeah, all yeah. of Mac's dialogue was very funny. Yeah, I think she's, she's a badass. She's very cool. I think she's going to grow the most throughout the... That would yeah. be my, like... The because, dynamic character. Yeah. Uh, and especially the reunion at the end, I was like, oh, I miss KJ. Yeah. Cool. Um. Well, where what, what's y'all's thoughts on the... That, this is going to be an open-ended yeah. discussion question, but thoughts on the story so far, where we're at, what do you like, what do you dislike? So, I guess... What I dislike and what I like is I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, we, we, yeah. Still. Yeah. We, haven't um, hit, we haven't hit a part of the story where there's like a ton of answers. breakdown of especially the old timers. Like the Yeah. Or and also you're so lost as to who to trust right now, which is which is great in itself, but like it's you're just very like Every time a new character is introduced, you're like, do I like this person or are they yeah. bad? I really liked the twist with yeah. don't trust the other Aaron, and you didn't yeah. know which Aaron right. because there were three. Which yeah. is also that was very like, fun. Uh, KJ a lot, cause just because it was on. like It makes me think that she somehow, because of time travel, yeah. like 
interacted with her. Wrote that on her stick and like passed it back through time, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, But no, I don't really know what's happening. It feels, you know, it just feels like a big time travel adventure, right? And I I think that's very intentional. And so that's why I'm not annoyed by it. I feel like it's supposed to leave you like every end of an issue being like, what am I reading? And that's exciting. And, and, but there's also enough like continuity and and clear clarity to where like you can enjoy it, but it feels like in the same way that the four paper girls have no, like they just got their lives got turned upside down and thrown into this entire mess. The audience, the reader feels that same way. Right. Um, I like the big uh, giant slug fight in the, ocean the that tardigrades was, yeah yeah that was a good time i'm a big fan of tardigrades and seeing <laughs> giant tardigrades fight over a city that's enjoyable yeah that was great yeah good panels there <laughs> where did they I, i'm trying to remember because i got confused a little bit the so they're in the 80s they're they're they jumped to 2016 2016 2016 yes. okay because um, i got confused a little bit because like the panel of the time travel was like it showed like 1999 just mm-hmm. of them like going through time um Apple is huge in this book. Yeah, which yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Very interesting. <laughs> it, there's also like, it, and it's it's cool because like the very first, uh, you know, part of book one or, or the very first part of issue one is uh, Aaron having this dream, mm-hmm. and there's like an allegory or like references to like the Garden of Eden and right. like the Tree of Knowledge and the app and Apple or like they're they're an Apple being this like right. deadly thing, yeah. And then Apple, like the brand, like the legitimate brand, <laughs> a- Apple is a big part of this story, which I'm sure they had to get like you know go through like the get yeah. the rights to do that. Ooh, who knows? Um, that, that very makes, fascinating. That makes you think because. Um, you know, if anyone's seen Knives Out or heard it, there's like a famous story from that. And it's become like a big thing now where anytime you see a character who's using an Apple product, they can't be an the evil bad guy. character. They can't yeah. be the bad guy because Apple obviously won't allow huh. the bad guy to use their product. So it's I wonder if that applies to this. I feel like they may have circumvented that a little bit. Not sure how they did it, but the end of the the, the where we stopped, all four girls got back together and were reunited on top of this nice grassy green hill, and then it pans out, and it's a giant hill where (laughs) Satan is holding an apple, so like carved into the hill. I don't know what that means, but it looks very like prehistoric. Yeah, like. Like insane ritual yeah. mountain. Yeah. Also holding I, an apple. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what this storytelling is. I hope somehow they're like maybe making commentary on how not just Apple but technology isn't always the best. It seems yeah. like there is a little bit of commentary there. Um. And and I don't know. You know, with them using Apple actually as like a, yeah. a product in their book, like how they're going to tell that story. Well, we've but. all we talked about this a little bit where. I have very little graphic novel knowledge. Like, yeah. I've not read many graphic novels um, to the point of a big part of it is not just the dialogue but about like obviously picking out illustrations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many of the characters, like the the three humans in the beginning were like taking their walkie talkie and they have a ton of different like technological like devices mm-hmm. throughout the decades mm-hmm. and it's so i fun. figure that's definitely going to be a huge thing later is yeah. like advancing technology and things like that yeah i really like all of the temporal like mayhem and chaos and jokes it, it felt uh similar to the umbrella academy 
uh, which more so probably the TV show. Yeah. I, the the graphic novels do some of that as well. But it, it seems like they like have no problem just like leaning into the absurdity of it. Right. Yeah. Um. It, with like some of like the laser guns and creatures and aliens, and then also like thro- like you said, like throwing in like retro technology, or and then just like the joke when they made it to 2016 and they saw. Uh, old Aaron's flat screen TV, and they're like, "Are you witch? Did you win the lottery?" And it, that, yeah, it, it was good, right. good stuff. I, did anybody else in, uh, enjoy trying to decipher the the old timers' language every time? They Just heard? the dots and lines. I'm very well, interested. No, I definitely. They had, the, they had like the pig Latin oh, stage oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, where they abbreviate everything, yeah. and I definitely reached out to Nick to tell oh, him about it. Oh my god, because <laughs> it sounds like yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I can't think of one of the lines. One of like when they talk about killing someone, they're like, "Do you want me to undo them or yeah. like unmake them or I'm something?" Excited like that. For, yeah, I'm excited for yeah, I'm excited for like a live action version of that speak. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, I, I'm very also interested in, and I want to know if there is a codex for it. But the people of the future, some of them, the, what I imagine the the way the story is broken out from what we understand, right? Is there's there are teenagers and or younger people in a some sort of temporal war with this other group this other faction called the old timers right. led by this weird like cult leader looking individual yeah. grandfather Gra- the grandfather right yeah he's got a so, beard and he wears sandals right and skinny jeans and, yeah <laughs> and he looks he looks he's like really a cool. 70s yeah. like uh burnout um right. and it, it's it's a very interesting like breakdown but the the teenagers and they have like these like uh, communicators that can turn their language into yeah. whatever the like language of the time is, which is also cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they speak and there's multiple speech bubbles and even before like the 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 issues there will be like a, a little text dialogue, but it's in that speak and I want to know the codex. I'm obviously gonna look it up after I finish yeah. the yeah. story, like what what they're saying and what they mean because I just think that stuff is interesting. Yeah. Like a, oh, yeah. a, essentially a language is created of some form and or. What they do a lot of times is they'll, you know, rip languages from, like, other stuff yeah. and tweak it a little bit. But I uh, I want to know all of, like, what Heck and the other teenage boy was were saying. And then also, like, what the break or what the, you know, little things are before the issues are saying. Yeah. Um, I guess that kind of leads into the next question of where do you think it's going? Because I have a theory on Heck. Yeah. That's that's the weird thing, and I think that's, like, the crux of, like, where I'm, like, unsure of is because the clone of Aaron seemed to be related or partied with the, you know, deceased uh, Heck and Naldo. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, well, they seemed, like, genuinely good because they saved her life and they, like, gave their life for Aaron. So you're like, they seem good, but if she's paired with them, obviously she could be lying. That's where I'm just like, I wonder, like, where along this, like, were they just good and now their their names are being used and stuff like that? Like, yeah. I'm just unsure. So, in the second volume after Heck, um, there is, and it could just be a coincidence, but if it's not, I'm going to be super excited. One of the girls um, has, like, an expletive, as like, Oh heck, and like heck was capitalized, huh. and I was like, I wonder if there's something going on where like heck is some like god in the future, oh, that's funny. and it becomes like a slur right. to like slander yeah. it. Oh, and I 
Like, it could just be dumb, but I saw it and I was like, I really want this to be right. Yeah. But it seems pretty far-fetched. Yeah. No, that'd be really cool. So as far as, like, story path, I have no clue. Because I feel like a a big, fun part of Paper Girls so far is that it's taken me on a wild roller coaster. Like, every every new issue and every panel, I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, with dinosaurs and you know alien not aliens they were specific on that not aliens just like creatures and laser guns and everything thrown at me at once and it's very fun so i don't know i don't have any predicted you know story devices as far as like that goes but i do think that they're crafting a good coming of age story and just like i think thematically that it's going to be about Mm -hmm. like like these girls processing what it means to you know grow up or live through time i think a lot of it is about like growing up obviously with like the the commentary of the teenagers or whatever that other faction is versus the um the old timers yeah i i I agree with you i think it's gonna be a coming of age like almost like wandavision where they're gonna bounce through different decades of time and just like get through it together yeah but story-wise and plot-wise i have no idea i just know the setting is gonna be in different timelines, yeah. is all I can guess. Yeah, speaking of the old old timers, did anybody else? I mean, I'm sure this is a lot of people, but as a kid, in Aaron, in older Aaron, have the conversation where she says uh, "old timers," but she's trying to say Alzheimer's. And did oh, anybody yeah. else used to say that? Like, I thought it was old timers as a kid. Yeah, like that. I was just like, oh my gosh, I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, written from experience. So, since it's a graphic novel, what about the art? Do you like the art? Do you hate the art? I absolutely love it. I, I think, think it's, it's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I think uh, Cliff Chang did a fantastic job. The the way that things are, um, the way he uses, or I, you know, I also we need to give credit to the the colorist of the novel too, because mm-hmm. I think that it, what really brings out like the character design is great. It's the design of the creatures and all the wild like yeah. timey wimey crazy you know time travel stuff is is fun and exciting but then that combined with the um very saturated colors in yeah. the story make it just absolutely fun and and enjoyable to look at and read through and every panel i want to like like yeah. spend extra time on examining which i think it you know just speaks to good illustration and good color right. work right yeah i i feel like so i've bought the I'm buying the paperback volumes, which yes. are a little bit different style, yeah. like the covers are. And just the covers alone just yeah, look beautiful. like a palette pulled out of some dude's clothing from the 80s. Like, it looks so good. Yeah. And, like, it's just really bright colors. Mm-hmm. And there's some, uh, like, some pages that are just, like, super bright. Like, yeah. a million different colors flying at you is what it looks like. And I think it's just really cool looking. Yeah. But they definitely, they definitely use the, like the saturation and the 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 way the colors are used to like draw attention to the actual focus of the what's important in the story the the thing i'm thinking of right now is the tardigrades because Mm, i really liked how they did it when the two giant tardigrades were fighting because they were like their own very distinctive colors and then the city i'm pretty sure was just like pink washed like so like the background was its own thing but it it just made you focus on these like giant titans fighting each other in like the harbor or whatever and big slug boys yeah it was it was fantastic (laughs) i I, i'm i'm a fan of of everything so far art wise no no complaint at all yeah. it's incredible so any uh closing thoughts about paper girls book one volume one and two no- issues one through ten <laughs> <laughs> nothing really outside of the fact Not that I, like i'm excited to leave here to go read more paper girls yeah. like, i want to finish the rest of it 
Um, I'm I'm kind of sad we didn't have the like all like us read all of it to then we, talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. That probably would have been a big ask for the audience to go buy all of the issues. So right. that's kind of why we didn't. But I I'm I'm stoked. I can't wait to go read more. Yeah. Well. Uh, I can guarantee it's going to be one of our short stories in the sure, next month yeah, or yeah. so. We'll definitely be talking more Someone Paper Girls. Someone picked up and finished Paper Girls. Yeah, and if y'all if y'all want to continue the conversation, audience, reach out to us because we yeah, will definitely do. be reading. I, I think all of us are planning on finishing the yeah. series. Yeah, it's only 30 issues, so it's a, it's a nice contained story. It's not like a DC or Marvel comic that yeah. you have to read for 80 years and then you still won't get to the end of it. Right. Um, cool. Well, Brett, do you have anything else? Are you good too? Yeah, it's just incredible. So yeah, absolutely go check it out and please reach out and let us know about what you think about it. Uh, so moving on to an author's note for Brian K. Vaughn. Yes. Uh, Paper Girls is actually getting adapted by Amazon to a TV show. Oh man. Uh, which is also funny to me because they trash Amazon in the in the. Do they really? Book. Yes. When do they do that? So that's volume three. Oh, what? My bad. <laughs> Wait, did you already start reading? So I did start reading. You scumbag. back? <laughs> Dang it. The pact is the pact I have to is go broken. read. I, I really thought that was volume two where that you happened. sneaky. Sorry. So Sounds it's like being adapted by Amazon. They actually started filming a few years ago, but like most media content was put on hold because of COVID. Uh, plans on coming out in 2022. So you can check out Paper Girls on an actual television. I am so excited. I also, yeah. when you, when we were talking about that, I, I looked up and the, I believe the four main girls have been cast. Yes. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. I, I just think it like it looks like it'll be, or it just feels like it will be the next Stranger Things. Of course, they haven't released like any trailer or right. anything for it. But if, if it's adapted well, I could see it being done yeah. extremely well. And also with it being, you know, Paper Girls is not the longest there are infinite other graphic novels that are 10 times longer. It's yeah. a pretty short contained story. So just like if you give me a one and done. Yeah, season, I hope it's a limited series. I, be I awesome. imagine because they're supposed to be 12. Yeah. Like it can't do the Stranger Things things where they take three or four years to right. adapt it because then the kids will be growing up. So right. yeah. I imagine it'll be hopefully it'll be a limited series and we'll get to see everything in a nice sweet contained. Maybe package. there's time travel where the girls grow up. And so it yeah. fits. <laughs> Maybe they'll film it over the course of like thirty years and actually yeah. use the older actors. Right. To, yeah, or, right. Or that seems like a good idea. That seems like a good time. <laughs> yeah, investment. And then we can't talk about Brian K. Vaughn without talking about Saga. His, yes. Uh, probably his main like work of art. Um, it's his other graphic novel, uh, other sci-fi graphic novel that is just raved about. I've never read it. We um, talked about doing that before we Girls. did Paper Girls. I've heard only ever that it's like the greatest graphic novel of all time. Right. Um, so you can't talk about it without talking about Saga. And so I, I plan on reading Saga after Paper Girls. Yeah, just at, because at some point. It'll be I, 2022 reading for me, but yeah, I agreed. Just because I think Paper Girls is so good. And if everyone on the planet talks about Saga, like it's... It's got to be good. I just want to bite the bullet and do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, but it is a lot. There's a lot more saga than yes, there is Paper Girls. Yes. Um, but yeah, check that out as well, because I will probably talk about it in the next few months. Yep, cool beans. And then moving on, uh, next week, we don't really know what we're going to do. We might have an episode. Yes. We, if we, <laughs> what? Who knows? Uh-oh. Yeah, if we have an episode, it's going to be... A holiday miracle. <laughs> it's going to be awful. I can already no, tell you. what are you talking about? It'll be great. So, yeah, because obviously this this uh, month has been a little wacky, zany because of the holidays and travel and everything. 
Um, we don't know. We don't have anything planned or scheduled. So if we have an episode released, we don't know if it'll be on time for one. And then also we don't know what it, the content will right. be. But we're very excited. Um, I mean, we're, we'll be jumping back into it, you know, into the swing of things in 2022, um, January, starting with a new book. And we'll, we'll, you know, obviously blast that information out there so we won't leave you hanging. Right. We are so incredibly thankful for anyone who has uh, been a part of this journey with us since March into the end of this year. Uh, you know, for our first year of the podcast, it's just been so much fun and we love reading and we love reading with you, the audience. Um, so thank you for tagging along and, and sending in sweet words and continue to do so because we like to hear from y'all about the books as well. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And, uh, happy holidays to everybody as well. Happy holidays. Uh, hopefully Santa brings you good stuff or... Or or more books. That stuff. I don't know where you're going with this. Hopefully, just hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, Santa <laughs> just brings you loads of books. Cool. Well, I think that's a good place to bookmark it. Um, any closing thoughts? Of the day. Uh, we Paper thoughts. Would like to thank Jacob Robinson. Yeah. For the oh, let's thank him. Intro and outro. Um, we're very grateful for him during the holidays, and uh, also Maddie for our incredible cover art. And you can reach out to us at bookendswithfriends at gmail.com and our Instagram, which is bookends underscore with underscore friends. Yes. I'll say this every time we talk I'm about just teeing you guys up. <laughs> I'm going to say this every time we talk about our email. If you email us, we are going to respond. Yeah, of course. You know those times you're like, oh, I don't want to email that because like they're never going to look at it. That's I have my phone on me all the time, and the second we get an email, I open it and read it. Yeah. And it's very exciting. It's very fun. We we literally love, even if it's just like what y'all are reading, because we also need ideas for what to do in the future. Yeah. Uh, give us feedback on the podcast. Just reach out to us. Let us know, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work. Tell us, you know, your favorite books. Right. Talk about other things. We can just communicate. We'll, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you want to reach out and just tell us you don't like our content, or personalities, that's I will fine. respond to you. Just let us that's know. fine. And we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll be nice about it. Yeah. I don't yeah. sometimes like my personality yeah. or Same. content. I also don't like Parker's personality. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, and on that note, <laughs> but, wait, this got really sad. No, but, Happy uh, holidays to everyone. And, and thank you. And uh, like I said, thank you to, uh, we're very thankful for Jacob and Maddie. So thank you both. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob and Maddie. Uh, remember, uh, the last time you'll hear it in 2021, well, unless we do an episode next week, uh, we'll see. Uh, remember the real books were the friends we met along the way. Have a good holiday. Happy holidays.